Hello, hello. Hello, and welcome to the Soft Life Podcast. I'm Gretchen. And I'm Brittany. And we are best friends on a journey to living the soft life. Here we talk about all things femininity, reproductive health and justice, fertility awareness, cycle tracking, and conscious conception. Let's get to know ourselves and our bodies as women and menstruators and live the soft life together. Yes, let's get into it. So, (laughs) hi. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Hello. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, We're excited to have another little convo because this is our favorite thing to do is to talk to each other. So today's topic, as promised, is inviting a partner into your fertility awareness practice. First of all, I feel like we should maybe talk about what even is a fertility awareness practice. Yeah. What do you think? Let's start there. Yeah. So a fertility what awareness. What are you inviting them into? Yeah. What are we even, what is the, what's the deal? So fertility awareness is essentially a method in reality. It's a way to track your cycle and specifically to track your ovulation because ovulation is kind of like the main event of the cycle. And it's a way to yeah track your fertility so that you know when you have ovulated each cycle and then knowing basically um where you're at in your cycle by observing and interpreting your hormonal biomarkers and you do that by charting your cycle using a cycle chart so that's the actual practice it can go really much farther beyond kind of that like down-to-earth practical side and I think that the practice of fertility awareness also encompasses knowing how your hormones affect your moods and your body and like working with that this sort of idea of like cycle syncing or living in tune with your cycle or even just being aware and literate body literate about like what your body is doing and what that means and so all of that is sort of under the umbrella of what i would call a fertility awareness practice yeah what do you think brett perfect you think that's that's it that's i think that's it that's it So, yeah, fertility awareness is amazing, and you're just going along, love, like, living your best life, and maybe you have been practicing fertility awareness as a single person, and then you're meeting somebody, and you're wanting to invite them into that practice, because fertility awareness method can be used as natural contraception. So... Yeah, that's one way that things could go. Or you might be in a relationship already and then wanting to introduce fertility awareness as a practice and perhaps as a method of either contraception or perhaps a way to optimize conception. And yeah, today we're talking about like, what does that look like? What have we experienced? 
what we think about that and everything to do with yeah inviting partners into this really cool little world that we live in yeah i love it and so this is is not something that i've done so i'm i'm more curious on a more curious side um yeah tell like, me like let's just start right so like how do you how are you inviting people your partner your partner into this how are you starting these conversations because i think um typically it's a thing that people don't really talk about right it's like yeah we're not really sharing this kind of information with other people it's usually pretty private um you know and i think some people can feel uncomfortable hearing you know where you're at in your cycle maybe not but like yeah, yeah. like how how are you approaching this subject and and really just like getting the conversation going and inviting a partner into it well i think it i think it really depends on if you're already in a relationship or if mm-hmm. you are coming into a new relationship where you already have a fertility awareness practice so which way do you want to go with that first um let's do let's do both let's say you are in a relationship and you are like wow i am vibing seeing how awesome this is and i am yeah i'm vibing with this method and i want to i want to have my partner in on this with me yeah so i think that this is actually one of the more difficult routes but i think it can be a hundred percent even more magical (laughs) i think this is like the more difficult but also the like the higher reward (laughs) scenario (laughs) because this is the scenario where you guys are actually going to learn together the thing is you got to get your partner on board (laughs) and Mm -hmm. i think that's the harder that can be difficult because we've all grown up in this culture where we don't trust um well, we don't trust women. I think that's a big part of it. Like, oh, you're going to be the one that's interpreting your own, like, the signs from your own body. And that's going to be it. Like, <laughs> I can see how, mm-hmm. like, that, I think there can be, like, a hang up there. And then also, um, it's not like a doctor is going to be coming to you. That could happen. I think that's a really amazing that could be a best case scenario. I've know I know that that's happened for certain people, but usually your doctor's not coming to you being like, "Hey, did you guys know that if you're not really okay with all these side effects of hormonal birth control or, you know, the implant or blah blah blah, there is another method." Um that's pretty unlikely to happen. And so without that kind of like framework inside of a space where most people feel really safe, it can be pretty difficult. So what I suggest Mm -hmm. is doing the research and sharing the cold hard facts. I think that's really important for a lot of people to understand moving forward is that fertility awareness um, and specifically something like the symptothermal method of fertility awareness is not just like a hippy dippy kumbaya thing Mm -hmm. like it's really not it has scientific research behind it there's not a lot because unfortunately 
it's not like a drug is going to be created from fertility awareness research. Yeah, there's so no profit. There's there. not a lot of, there's not a whole bunch of research, but there is enough and there, and it does exist. And it's not at all like a hippy dippy thing. Although it's natural, that doesn't mean that it's just like, we're going with the flow out here. It's very much a science and it's a kind of a scientific and biological method. So I would lead with that. I would be sharing articles. I would be looking out for certified fertility awareness educators on social media platforms that have that share really great uh, resources. I have a few that I could share in the description for sure. Um, like Jesse Brebner is somebody that comes to mind. Natalie Doday, there's um, Lisa Hendrickson. There are some really great fertility awareness educators out there that are going to have a lot of resources on their site. And I would definitely be leading with that kind of information just to create that, like, this is a real thing. This isn't some crazy, like, hippie thing that I'm just doing. Um, So, yeah, I would start there. From there... (laughs) (laughs) I would really recommend doing as much research together as possible and doing as much education together as possible so that everybody's on the same page. And then, you know, if they're not okay with it, that's a whole other ballgame. Yeah. Like, what do you do? I think, I don't know what, like, what would you do, Britt? Like, I'm just, so you have not yet invited a partner into a fertility awareness practice. So let's say that you're yeah. in that scenario and like, Oh no. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, what are your thoughts and feelings on that? Like if somebody is just like, no, I'm actually really, I'm not okay with it. I want you to be on birth control. I want there to be some kind of like, what would you say? Well, um, yeah, I guess I haven't really thought about somebody being not okay with it. Um, Cause I just always think like, you know, it's, it's my body. Like that's asking somebody to go on hormonal birth control is like a big ask. Like that's a lot that yeah. takes a big toll on someone's body. Yeah. Um, and so I kind of, I kind of lean towards that might be like a, a red flag that for me. If someone's problem. like, yeah, if they're like, I, I don't want this and I want you to do X, Y, Z with your body. Um, that like is really that would be really upsetting to me and I don't think I could really do that I would try I would try to do the the education where we both get educated simultaneously um and if they're still not on board like yeah there's gonna be I think for me um there's gonna be some issues actually with that I agree I think at the end of the day like it's your body and you're likely to be the one that is taking on yeah the kind of the burden of hormonal birth control or an implant you're also you know the reality is that infertility awareness method as well like you are going to be taking on a lot of the daily tasks of fertility awareness like looking at your biomarkers Mm -hmm. filling in your chart like I think your partner can be so supportive and helpful in many ways but at the end of the day that is you So seeing as it's your, this is your journey (laughs) at the end of the day, I think 
at the end of the day, it's you who decides. And we want our partners to be supportive and on board. And I think that going the route of being educated together can really be helpful because um, it makes sense. And it really isn't just some random hippie thing. Like, I think most people are going to see that and be like, okay, this does make sense. Like, this is basic biology. And having the support of an educator as well, I think, could really help people that are hesitant and afraid to, like, make a mistake or, like, not understand the method correctly or have an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so Yeah. I think, yeah, I agree with you on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so now should we move to, okay, you're just, you're dating somebody, you're... And you already have your fertility awareness. Sorry, you're, yeah. You already have it, and this is kind of a new relationship, and you're, like, wanting to, like, you know, be more serious with this person. Um, How would you then invite somebody into that practice? yeah. Well, this is interesting for me because I, I guess, well, no, there was a time where I wasn't a fertility awareness educator and I, this was the method that I was using. And I essentially just stated to the person <laughs> that I was yeah. dating that this is the method that I use. And I gave them the information and was basically just like, so this is what I do to, um, to avoid pregnancy. It's called fertility awareness. It's a method of natural birth control. Essentially. I am looking at my hormonal biomarkers. I'm looking at my cervical fluid and I'm looking at my basal body temperature every morning. And that's giving me information about where I am in regards to ovulation. So I've, basically gave them the rundown of like this is what it is and then this is what it means for you so in my case like during my fertile window I choose to use condoms as protection some people decide to avoid sex altogether but um, that's what I personally choose to do and so I'm just letting them know I'm like yeah this is um, them's the rules (laughs) (laughs) I'm like the, that, this is how it's going to go. You know, when I'm fertile, we need to use protection and we need to be really careful. Like, this is how we're going to use those condoms. Like, this is what this looks like. This is what I expect. And, um, then there are going to be times where I'm not fertile and we can go unprotected and I am certain that I am not fertile. So I'm not going to be like, Well, and this is opening the whole conversation of, like, the fertility intentions conversation. (laughs) Mm. So, yeah. Um, Do you remember what fertility and the fertility intentions scale was, Britt? I feel like we talked about it a little bit together, but Um, it's like sort of. Yeah. So it's like, I want to have a baby. I don't. And then everywhere in between, I guess. Exactly. (laughs) Kind of. So something that I love and use have used with all of my partners since using fertility awareness is the fertility intention scale so i basically i will either show them the scale or explain the scale to them and 
the scale is a scale from zero to 10. So zero would represent trying to avoid, trying to avoid pregnancy. And a zero on the scale is like, I would take all available measures to end a pregnancy. Like there is no way that I would move forward with a pregnancy in any world. Like zero, right? Then there is 10, which is the opposite. And that's trying to conceive and would take all available measures to conceive. So that's going into any sort of medical or otherwise, like any option essentially to conceive. And then there's everywhere in between. So a five, for example, would be trying to whatever. So you're kind of like just okay with literally either way. (laughs) And everywhere in between that is like a one, a two. Like I would say somebody who's at a two would be like, you know, this would not be ideal, but eventually... I would probably be okay with carrying a pregnancy. So there's a lot of nuance, right? And I think what I love about fertility awareness and fertility awareness method is that that nuance is allowed to exist and that it's actually a conversation between you and your partner. Like, where are you at? Mm -hmm. It's just so different than like, are you on birth control? Cool. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole, like, that's a whole freaking can of worms. But using fertility awareness, it's like, I'm inviting you into the rhythm of my body. Like, this is my body. This is how it works. This is what I expect in relation to my body Mm -hmm. and my fertility. Now let's have a conversation on where I am at on that fertility intention scale. And then where you are at. And then in my opinion, from then on, your actions are aligning with whoever is the lowest. Like if you're on the, if you're both agreeing with avoiding, then the actions are then aligning with whoever is the lowest on that intention scale. So let's say like I'm at a two and he's at a zero. Um, then that would be, okay, we're aligning our actions with a zero type of fertility intention which means there are no risks like zero risks like we're not we're not like taking any kind of like maybe or okay it's no big deal like that's not happening but you know if you're both at a two or a three like that's gonna look different so it really it it can evolve and change sort of within a couple in a way that's not just black and white Mm -hmm. I love that yeah, because I think it, it does get super, super black and white, but people are gray even in that area. But you don't know. But you people don't know. like, yeah, I don't really want kids right now. And he's like, I don't really want kids right now. But like, yeah. What does but that, that could mean? mean <laughs> yeah, you could mean never. You could mean never. Or that could mean, yeah, but like, it's okay if accidents, you know, like, yeah, yeah it's still so gray, even though you're saying the exact same wording. Yeah. The scale really does break it down to like, okay, but like exactly where are you in this where are we at where are you at where am I at and where are you at yeah and yeah and I think that it is an invitation 
But at the same time, I think it's almost an expectation. (laughs) Because, like we said, like, at the end of the day, it's my body. Like, I've been charting my cycle. Like, I'm knowing my body. Like, I'm coming into this relationship being like, you know, this is how things work with me. So if you're not okay with it, like, you know, maybe we can have a conversation about it. But at the end of the day that's how things go because <laughs> it's my body mm-hmm. it's my yeah. fertility yeah. it's my ovulation and like you know men are fertile literally every day all the time so they just have a different relationship <laughs> to their fertility and their mm-hmm. body yeah. and I think that because that's the case and also because men don't carry children like it should be us who decide, <laughs> in my opinion. I agree. Like, it's like, oh, totally. okay, well, this is my deal. So I think it's okay to kind of just put it out there. Like, yeah, so this is what I do. Happy to, like, go into what that means, blah, blah, blah. Like, have a whole conversation. Love to invite you in. And then I think after that, like, every man is pretty different from in regards to, like, how far they're going to go into that process with you. Does that make sense? Like how far they're going into like, oh, where are you at in your cycle? And like really getting into like, what does that mean for you? And how can I support you in different parts of your cycle? I think that really depends on the kind of relationship that you have and the kind of man that you're with. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think the potential for inviting a partner into your fertility awareness practice is so much more than just being clear on fertility intentions and you know avoiding or achieving pregnancy together like it's so much more than that Mm -hmm. which is why I think like getting educated together is really almost like a best case scenario in my opinion because they're really invited and like they're probably learning along with you like oh my gosh that means that like you're feeling totally different during this part of your cycle than this other part of your cycle. So, like, I can come in and support you in those different ways. Um, right. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think that is the part, the, the part of inviting more so. It's like, yes. not just, like... So, once you've said, hey, this is, this is what I do, this is how I do it, um, and then building that relationship, and then, yeah, and then being able to invite them into, like, okay, well, what does that actually mean to, like, be with and involved in a woman's cycle like you said oh do i need to oh she's feeling really tired because of because this is where we're at and i'm gonna yeah or like she's got a lot more energy now like i'm gonna plan something where we can go out and like go on a hike or whatever it is and like yeah so they can be like really more involved that's where the magic is (laughs) in my opinion yeah like what what is the magic and like yeah why is it so great from your experience to have somebody like really invite like invited in and like wanting to be there yeah that's really where the magic is in a partnership where where you're both in essentially practicing fertility awareness because they're also being aware of where you're at <laughs> so you're aware of your body and then they're aware of your body as well and i think it's just such a beautiful way to respect your partner like if you're in a partnership with a cyclical being with somebody who menstruates 
it's such a beautiful way to respect who they are and like respect your differences as well just knowing that like yeah i'm a person with male hormones so i wake up literally every day and it's like groundhog day for my like the movie groundhog day i don't know if you guys will get that reference but it's literally like it just repeats like i'm just it's a reset every morning the same and like them being on that same page of like oh i'm with somebody who doesn't work like that so i'm going to adjust and embrace and respect that this is a person that lives life differently and that feels life differently and yeah i think the magic really is like them understanding what the phases of the cycle are what they mean and then yeah like going going with that flow like like cycling Mm -hmm. around your cycle (laughs) instead (laughs) of what is so unfortunately common which is like why are you such a bitch this week like that's just so right like are you sad why are you so yeah are you you know (laughs) yeah it's like do you realize how magical we are (laughs) like like it's it can be such a really beautiful magical relationship that like you have with your own body and then they can have with you and your body but if you're it's so sad that so many couples are stuck in this place of like god like why is she so moody again it goes back to Mm -hmm. what we talked about in the previous podcast where it's like you're living in a world where you don't understand the seasons of the Mm -hmm. earth So, like, they're in the same place thinking, like, women are crazy because it's like, no, we literally have the same four seasons every, every time. It's just you that doesn't, it's you that doesn't understand, actually. Like, it's perfectly understandable. It's just, like, nobody's making the effort to understand. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's, like, same thing for men when they're understanding that like oh winter's coming like might want to get some sweaters like might want to start a fire like might not want to freak out if we see that all the plants are dying it's totally normal mm-hmm. that's a very different experience from living your life just not understanding what's happening and being like why is everything dead and ugly and all of a sudden i'm cold like <sighs> yeah yeah sad but again high potential for like really beautiful magical connection and i've definitely experienced that you know every guy is different and i think like one of the harder parts is communicating where you're at and like helping them to fully understand what that means but if you have somebody that's open to learning and like passionate about living that way with you then it's and a lot of guys are I think then it can be really really beautiful and I personally don't really feel that same like like tension that I used to feel (laughs) where it's like Mm -hmm. you know that usually it comes out during that luteal phase that phase between ovulation and your period where you feel a little bit like, I call it my boundaries have been crossed phase. 
days. <laughs> like I'm just very aware of my boundaries and what isn't isn't okay with me during that time. And yeah, having my partner just knowing that that's where I'm at and just being like, okay, I'm here to listen to what your boundaries are and to learn and to understand that and not to just be like, oh God, you're such a bitch during this time. Because he knows that like things are going to turn over and it's going to be spring at the end of the, you know what I mean? Like he he understands that this is not, that this is what's normal for me, that this is what happens and that, and me understanding my body means that I'm not coming at him and thinking like, oh my God, I need to get a divorce or I need to break up with this guy. Like, you know, (laughs) I can stop and be like, okay, this is the phase where I tend to notice everything that is and isn't okay with me. And it becomes very, very clear and I can work with that, you know, like this is, this is where we're at. It's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think, yeah, that sounds very magical. And I remember when I was first hearing about this, I think you were telling me about it and was just like shocked that I don't, I don't know. I had not really heard about like partners living that way and like really understanding and talk to you and then I started hearing about it like yeah like oh when he knows then I'm on you know this time like he does xyz and like I just think it's so cool that there are people out there who are like really excited and want to live in this like cyclical life with you because that is our life you know yeah and that people are that people can be really interested in that and even if they're not even just being aware is like really really different than than what we experience because we already have to go out into the world and try you know to like not live the way that we are meant to live and it's so hard to just like force yourself to do things and to you know without people understanding and so it's nice to to know that there are people that like in your home like you can really live your life like that with somebody yes absolutely absolutely I know I remember feeling surprised myself and just being like oh my gosh like that's a thing like it's just so far from like the world that I came from yes you know like just being like oh yeah you just shut up and take birth control and like yeah you just suffer (laughs) through like (laughs) it's so different it's like actually instead of you needing to change yourself like you just exist exactly as you are and they are the ones that accommodate you like honestly that makes sense to me because they are the same like their hormones literally reset every single day definitely so it makes sense to me that like they are the ones that are better equipped also to accommodate us and not the other way around like, it's just backwards world out here, you guys. OMG. It's putting me in my feels. I'm, like, so sad just knowing that, like, this is still a very niche thing. And that so many people are still living in that mode of just, like, okay, I just, like, erase my cycle. And, look, if that's, like, people's jam, I'm not out here to, like, say that that's wrong or that's bad at all. It's just that, you know, I live in a way that's, for me, is, like, just 
totally beautiful and magical. And I think it's sad that people don't have access to that choice even. Like that's just not even, it's not talked about enough yet and it's not really seen as like a real option. Yeah. So yeah, but it really, yeah, it really can be really, really cool. And I think really at the end of the day, it's about you knowing yourself too and knowing what you need because, you know, sometimes like my partner, Emrake, my fiance, he like, he might not always know exactly where I'm at in my cycle and like be like what day, like exactly what day I'm at. He'll know generally, (laughs) but like also I think really what ends up happening the most is he is very understanding about what I can and can't do or I'm okay and not okay doing. And he'll just be, he'll just be knowing like, oh, we're in the obviatory phase. Like I'm most likely to say yes to pretty much every social engagement that we have. And then, you know, later on, he's going to be like, are you sure, you know, like if it's too much, like we can stay home together or maybe I can go and you can stay home, like whatever needs to happen. And I feel more comfortable Mm -hmm. just being like, yeah, you know what? I think I'm going to actually stay cozy tonight or, you know, what? I'd really like to leave early from that thing tomorrow. I think that would be what's best for me. And he's just, like, so much more understanding because he gets it. He's like, oh, yeah, like, Mm -hmm. two weeks ago or last week, we were like, you know, that's what you were like, but that makes sense because that was a different time. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. and I just feel more comfortable asserting my, my needs and saying what I am good with. Because, you know, every, at the end of the day, everybody is different. Like everybody, every even if you have a cycle, it doesn't mean we're all exactly the same. So right. it's about, I think for men, it's really about like understanding in broad terms, like what in general is going on for most women during different phases of the cycle, but then really getting to know your woman, <laughs> like who is she mm-hmm. and what is, yeah. like what are her patterns and what's going on there. So... Yeah, and like I think the final and point of all of this and like what's really cool about inviting your partner into this is that at the end of the day like you're protecting your health as well. You're not the you're not the one that's like okay, I'm going to just take this birth control even though I don't feel really good about it cuz I feel like it's my only option and then I'm sacrificing my health for the sake of our fertility intentions. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, both of you get to live your healthiest lives, and neither of you are yeah. needing to make that sacrifice. Yeah, it's a win-win. It's kind of a win-win. Um, you know, like you are. Nothing is fifty-fifty. <laughs> like I think equal doesn't yeah. mean fifty-fifty, and you are in the long run going to be doing a little bit more work as a menstruator and as a woman tracking your cycle stuff that they don't do right like they can't be in there like looking at your cervical fluid like that's it just is what it is but I think it's like um it levels the playing field in a, in a way where yeah you're putting that extra effort in to know your body but then they're putting the extra effort in to accommodate your body so yeah I don't know. It feels a lot more. And then them being involved in the educational aspect of it just lit, I think, levels 
the playing field even more. Yeah, totally. So, mm-hmm. yeah, really beautiful topic, I think. Yeah, I think it's a great topic and an interesting one to talk about and think about. Yeah. Any final thoughts, Britt? Like, I don't know. And, like, any, like, thoughts just from your own experience, like, going into a potential relationship in the future, knowing what you know um, and maybe, like, presenting <clears throat> this kind of information? I I just look forward to, yeah, inviting, um, inviting somebody into that and just being, like, just knowing now, like, that is something that I want. Um, and so I can, yeah. like you said, I think it's kind of easier for me because I can be like, cool, are you interested in that? You're not? Okay, well, I know pretty early in our relationship, you know, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not deep into a multiple years relationship trying to f- navigate that together. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think it's really exciting. And, like, the thought of having that kind of uh, partner in that kind of way is just, like, a really fun thought to me. Yeah, that makes sense. I remember feeling that way, too. I was a little bit nervous. Um, I remember when I was, like, first getting into it and dating. And... um I did need to be in a certain place in my life. I will say that. Like, I did need to feel a certain level of stability. And, um, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's a whole other... I'm, like, writing another topic down because, <laughs> like, I I really feel like, actually, my switch to fertility awareness lined up with my switch from dating... How do I say this? With from being in unhealthy relationships to then being in healthy relationships. Like somehow that lined up with my mm. switch to fertility awareness method. And I really feel like it's because I was in a place where I was ready to prioritize myself. If that makes mm. sense. Like I feel like when I was young and I got the copper IUD put in, it was because I was like, okay, like, this is something that, yes, I want, but at the same time is almost expected of me in these kinds Mm -hmm. of relationships. And I obviously can't get pregnant, but I don't really know how to, like, what else to do. (laughs) Like, it was just like, okay. And then it's kind of just easy to be like, okay, like, whoever... Like, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, like, just, I didn't have the same level of respect for my own body and my own fertility. And I, when I switched to fertility awareness, I also ended up matching up with people who were respecting me and my body and my cycle. Well, who were respecting my cycle and therefore we were more respectful in general (laughs) like of myself yeah yeah so I don't know if that makes sense but yeah there was there's definitely like a correlation for me in yeah feeling like I actually just lined up with better relationships because Mm -hmm. I was practicing fertility awareness and whereas Mm -hmm. when I was just I just had the copper IUD and I was like, yeah, whatever. Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, there's just a different yeah, energy. Yeah. Um, That's true. Yeah. So, 
anyway, I'm, I feel like that could be a whole other topic and I'm just going to write this down really quick. Okay. Yeah, really just such a beautiful potential. I think like, I don't really see a whole lot of downsides. I don't even see any downsides to, to, um, <laughs> introducing fertility yeah. awareness to your relationship or to a future relationship. Um, there are things to be aware of such as like, you know, what the efficacy looks like and all of the details and there is a level of education that needs to be there but in order to you know like fully use the method and feel prepared and feel supported but I don't really see those as downsides because it's like because it's like that education mm-hmm. is just benefiting you it is a little bit of work yeah. but like at the end of the day it's like it just makes your life so much better. So you're really just investing your own work into yourself and into your relationship. Yeah, true. Yeah, I think it's yeah beneficial for you, your relationship, for them. Yeah. Yeah. Win, 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 you guys. All right. Oh. So should we see what the next topic is? Yes. Okay, here we go. Okay, (laughs) so our next topic is herbal plan B, using plants as emergency contraception. This is a spicy one. (laughs) Yeah, this is one that I've really hesitated to talk about at all, but I have decided to, obviously. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that's going to be really fun next time uh let's call it a day what do you think Brett? sounds good okay. we'll see y'all later thank you so much for joining us on the soft life podcast you can find all the details mentioned in the show in the show notes so make sure to check it out if you want to connect with us feel free to send me a message on instagram or tiktok where my handle is gretchen marie underscore fertility And don't forget to rate and review the podcast if you're vibing with us. Yes, uh, that really helps us out and makes sure that this podcast is reaching other people who are ready to join us in living the soft life. Thanks again, everyone, and we'll see you next time. Bye.